Yes, yes. All right, Jabronis, we're back. Welcome back to the Libretti Podcast Diary Show. I'm your big nose toast, Libretti. Don't forget, Jabronis, to go like, subscribe. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, comment, leave the feedbacks for all you noobs out there just tuning in for the first time. I thrive on your feedback and your comments and your criticisms and your how you doings. So leave it. Put it in the YouTubes. Put it on the Facebook page. Put it on the Instagram posts. The what have you. Do it all. But make sure you subscribe and tell your friends and enemies so that we can spread the good word of the LPDS. All right. Hope everyone had a good week. I'm trying to think what I did this week. It felt long. Not a lot went on, but it just felt long and drawn out. Just like I guess because it's on the cusp of another four day weekend for for our our office because the Easter's coming up pretty soon here, uh, not this weekend but next weekend if you follow the path to resurrection if you will for the big man, uh, he rises again in two weeks from now. Uh, so we'll celebrate that with the hiding of Easter eggs and eating of challah bread. And uh, and candy and and basketry and all that other stuff that really lines up very well with the religion uh, and the story behind, you know, the reason for the holiday, in my opinion. So that's why we do it. That's why we continue to do it. No questions asked. So it should be a good time. But this week is because it's on the cusp of the holiday. It's kind of dragging on again. Not a lot went down besides the standard worked exercised every day, hit the sticks. Ooh, speaking of which, I did get, I finally got, I don't know if I mentioned it here already, but I finally upgraded to the new Xbox. I still kept my PS4 because I got some games on there and some how you doings I want to keep around. It's got the Blu-ray uh, so I can watch my Cage Classics, of course. Uh, but then I got the Xbox Series S, Series Sexy, because the Series Xavier is still like hard to find and super expensive. Uh, and the only thing that it had that would would appeal to me really was it had some larger memory and it had the Blu-ray player. And I don't need that now because I got the PS4 still. So I we, I made the leap and and got the Xbox uh, Series Sexy. It's Tony Sarge Riggs IV is the username in case you guys want to follow and, and try to game with me. Um, I made the mistake, though, of of talking to some people at work about it because I got some friends at work and um, that's what we do. You bullshit about your day. How was your day? Did you have a good day? Did you have a bad day? What did you do with your day? And I, I play video games in my day sometimes. And I was talking about that. And one guy, the mistake I made is that the organization I work with and work in is um, positively speaking, they're very smart, highly capable but very nerdy um, and very into the weeds with the nerddom uh, and all that, all that good stuff. So I made the mistake of talking about video games with one buddy. Tell him I play Halo. I like to play Halo with my friends. Uh, reminds me of the good old days in college playing Halo, Halo ODST. And I got, I got flanked out of nowhere by another coworker, good dude, um, who's he's into it. He's into the Halo, the game, the campaign, the story behind it. And he starts talking to me about this, the new Halo TV series that came out. 
and it matches up so far it's pretty good you know the graphics are awesome it matches up the storyline with the books and i'm just sitting there like i'm interested i i always am interested again i try to keep this positive because i'm not trying to dog on the guy i'm always interested in listening and 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 enjoying somebody who's passionate about something that's what i enjoy doing uh is sitting on receive mode and seeing the joy that something brings to somebody else and them talking about it and them expressing themselves to me in that form by talking about it. Uh, so he's talking about, you know, how he's watching the series now of Halo and he when he read the books and he and he played all the games he hasn't played in a while, but he'd followed all the storylines and the campaigns and the games and this and that. And I felt bad because I have I have no way to relate to this guy other than the fact that I play Halo. I don't play Halo like I don't play Halo like a gamer probably should. I am not taking advantage of all the cool geeky shit that that got that you know is involved in that game and that series. I didn't read the books. Do I look like a guy that does reading? That does books? No. The answer is no. I barely read textbooks in high school and college. I couldn't do it. I'm not a I'm not a reader. I read a lot still because I learn shit, but I'm not I'm not reading for pleasure. I'm I'm, I'm reading to to learn for, you know, and to grow as a human, to get better. But pleasure reading is doesn't do it for me. Uh unless it's old old Sports Center or Sports Illustrated. When I was a kid, I used to read those and I used to read porno mags that I can find uh, from friends or if my dad had them or what have you. But this guy's reading for pleasure. I didn't read any of the Halo books, clearly. I never played the campaign. All I wanted to do and all I still want to do in the Halo world of video gaming and hitting the sticks is I want to play multiplayer with my friends so I can go out there and, sh and shoot people with the fake laser guns that they have in the game and jump around and throw plasma grenades and other non-real shit that's, that I can you know, escape into. And I want to get the justice hammer and I want to lay down some some justice with the hammer of David justice on people. And I don't want to get skunked and get zero kills each round. Because my friends and I, we did in college and we still do to this day. If you go one round of online multiplayer and you don't get any kills in that round, you go zero on the kill side and you just die the whole time. You got to do 50 push-ups. If you get skunked, the rule is you do 50 push-ups. So you either become good at the game or you get you get jacked. And I'm still very much on that that level of uh, I'm doing a lot of I'm doing a lot of push-ups. And I'm okay with that, but that's my only focus. Multiplayer with friends, hammer David Justice, not getting skunked. That's the extent of that. So I felt bad for this guy. He's passionately telling me about all the cool things of the Halo series and how it matches up with the books and how he misses it. And he's got to play again and this and that. And it's just whizzing right over my stupid bald head because I cannot relate to him at all. And I just had to sit there and nod because I didn't want to make him feel bad and be like, guy, you're, you're wasting your time on me. I play for kills and justice and you clearly play for enjoyment and entertainment and to learn and that's your passion and your hobby and uh i'm just not there uh but nonetheless 
I got Xbox. I play Halo. Sometimes I play Call of Duty. Um, but if you want to, if you want to play, go find me, Tony Sarge Riggs, R I G S, I V, Instant Vagina. All right, what do we got here today? I think we got a quick one. Looking through some of the fan feedback already. Yeah, it should be pretty quick. A little silly topic just to have fun. But in the meantime, we'll kick it off and we'll uh, step into the cage. Okay, let's run. All right. Today's Into the Cage segment is proudly sponsored by the Boho Mentoring Organization. Even in 2022, People are still scared to come out of the closet as boho to their parents for fear of rejection and disapproval. Well, with the help of the boho mentoring organization, you no longer have to be afraid to be yourself. See, at Boho Mo, they'll help guide and mentor you on how to better transition into the boho lifestyle so that you ease your stubborn, ignorant, mad he didn't get growth by his childhood priest's father into the thought of you coming out and being proud of who you are as a boho. So to set up a consultation today, visit www.kissyoursmile.com and use the promo code JESUSTAKETHEWHEEL for 2.9% off your first session. I actually know a kid, a guy, who transitioned to boho and he's loving life now. He's on the, he's on the YouTube's. He's got songs out. He writes his own songs. He does live live events as a boho. Um, he's still married. His wife is very supportive of the boho uh, transition, and uh, it's fun to see. It's fun to see that he did that. I don't know if he used uh, the mentoring organization, but it made me think of the idea of like, there's probably more of them out there. Uh, there's a lot of bohos out there that are just too afraid to do it, and we're tired of dealing with you know the stubborn, ignorant, uh, old boomers, if you will, that just can't get over that their idea of what a traditional you know kid or guy should be or gal. Um, so, you know, glad we got the uh, the boho organization on board for a little sponsorship action. All right, cage fact. What do we got today? Is a quick another quick one. Again, we're trying to keep things business. That's what we want to do here is we want to entertain, but not put you to sleep with ramblings and and yapping and tomfoolery, if you will. So uh, the cage fact, I was my sister sent me a, a quiz. It was like a it was like a BuzzFeed quiz. Now, I'm not a fan of BuzzFeed lately because I think they've really phoned it in as far as like those cool quizzes and little and articles and stuff that they had. I don't think their credibility is all there anymore. Um, and sh- but she did send me a, a Nick Cage quiz, just because she knows, uh, you know, my respect for the great one, and wanted to see how how well I'd fare on the quiz. I mean, the quiz was it was seven questions, by the way, seven questions. All of them, except for one, was already a Cage fact. This quiz, by the way, came out recently by BuzzFeed, but all of these questions were all previously mentioned cage facts over the past two years. That's how far ahead of the curve we are compared to BuzzFeed. This is what I'm talking about, but their credibility being shot to shit. Anyway, the one cage fact 
that was not, or the, excuse me, the one question on the quiz that was not a cage fact. Uh, it was something interesting. It was, um, I, 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 I did a little digging and it asked about cage's family and, uh, how many kids and grandkids he has or whatever. Um, he actually has four grandkids and he's only like 58 years old. He was born in 1964. Which to me is young to have grandkids at 58. I'm trying to think how old my I think my youngest grandparent was maybe 60, 63 ish when we came around, maybe a little younger. I don't remember. I don't think so. I feel like 58 is young for grandparents. Um, but nonetheless, he's a grandfather to four grandkids by his son, Weston, not his son, Cal L or whatever. Also, though, Nick Cage has, has another kid on the way, as we as we mentioned already uh, back in February. He's going to have a son. An, an, an uncle is going to be younger than his nieces and nephews. That's what, what I'm getting at here. That's not the fact that that's a realization from the fact that Nick Cage is a grandfather and also now going to be a new father once again. So. Wild stuff. In the Nick Cage world, completely normal and innocuous. In the real world, in the junction, in the LPDS universe, wild stuff. Wild stuff. Imagine your grandfather is younger than you. Imagine you could beat up your grandfather because he's a kid. Not because he's a decrepit old World War II vet who's crapping his diaper, but because he's a toddler with no world experience crap in his diaper. And that's your grandfather. Or excuse me, that's your your uncle. Nuts. Nuts. Anyway, that's the cage fact. There you go. We'll move on over. Spin the Junction logo up. Does anybody notice, by the way, in the previous episode, 102, if you go back and watch that one, I, I made another video editing error. Nobody put feedback on it. I, I Why do I have to be the one to criticize my own shit? I already know my stuff is shit. I want to hear you tell me it's shit, too. That's how I really know it's good. You know, it's actual good shit. But I forgot to put the logo up. In fact, the logo of the junction played on the YouTubes at the beginning of the episode. And I was so pissed when I saw it after the fact, after it already posted and I couldn't do anything about it. But anyway, that's the feedback I want. If you see me mess up, hammer me for it. Put it in the comments. I know it's all good fun. I know you're all not being real text message tough guys and being shitty people. And you're following the big three and you're just having a good old fashioned. How you doing? Shit talk sesh. But throw it in there next time. Anyway, we got the logo up correctly this time. Hopefully, I guess we'll find out later on. Um, and I want to talk about. Uh, face paint or body paint for a sports game. What people thought about that, yay or nay, on the face and body paint to support your team, support the you know the sports team that you're you're going after. Usually football, sometimes baseball, uh, maybe hockey. I've seen it one time, maybe in hockey, but any any sport, any real sporting event. Uh, where people, you know, are are painting their bodies or faces, what have you. That's what I wanted to find out. I saw it. There's the, a the genesis of this. 
in my crazy scrambled scramble eggs brain is the NCAA March Madness is on men's and women's and the games are are loaded with face and body painters um fatsos non-fatsos mostly dudes it looked like mostly frat bros like fraternity fellas and it got me thinking like what why are they doing this did i ever have a desire back in the day first i thought it was stupid i was like why are they you know wasting their time and money on paint and looking like a fool with their shirts off for the attention and and the accolades and, and the 15 minutes of fame or what have you uh but I, it got me thinking like did I, did I ever do this before? Is this something that is, you know, is actually fun and, and cool to see or to, to, to do? Um, and, and I got to thinking back to my history of like, what have I done similar to this? I, I still don't remember off the top of my head if I ever painted my face or body for a sporting event specifically. I, I you know I've, I've done this stuff like all the time for Halloween. I like to go all out on Halloween. As you know, I I dress up as wrestlers for all the WWE events that I can I try to get to, try to immerse myself in that and have a good time with that. That's sort of similar, but I don't remember any sort of any body painting thing. I do know also in college, I I I built this entire transformer costume out of cardboard for this damn school parade that my aviation, my nerd aviation fraternity was in. And I think I have a picture. If I find the picture of it, I'll pop it up here. But it was a legitimate cardboard custom transformer that I that I could I wore for a for a goddamn parade at a school that I immediately planned to shut down. First order of business as president is to shut down that school, or at least to to revamp it and, and reform it organizationally. But for whatever reason, I got duped into or I felt that, that it was going to be a good idea to, to create a transformer and and do that whole how you doing. So I did that. And then another time for mustache March in college, I shaved a full mustache into my chest hair. And that was it. I don't remember painting my body for anything. And so I but I got to thinking, why do I think why was my first reaction? This is stupid. Um. So I decided I got to go to you guys. I got to figure it out from you guys what what you thought of it, what your you know your opinions are, the face and body paint, um, whether you like to do it, if not, why? Um, what you what you actually do at sporting events that you show your support for the team, what have you? Try to get into it. Got some good responses. We're gonna go into a few, and then I'll kind of give you my final thoughts on it. And again, this is this is a silly topic. That doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of, of the world, but it's for funsies. It's to it's to keep the brain doing its thing, if you will. We're trying to keep our brains thinking critically, analyzing, creating robust arguments for or against something, debating topics. And it can and, and what I'm trying to prove here is that any topic can be discussed. In a, in a critically analytical and uh, thorough manner, which is something that I don't think people are doing at all, most much you know much of at all anymore in the world. So this is sort of like trying to prove the contrary that it can be done with anything, uh, and it's just a thought exercise and it's fun. 
We're talking about we're talking about fatso's painting their nipples and man boobs to support their team. Can't get much more fun, fun than that. So we're going to get right into it here. We got a guy right here. Brings up a good point. He said he wouldn't do it personally, but he feels it's it's absolutely 100% necessary for a fully painted fatso to be at, at any sporting event, specifically football games. And that's an interesting uh, you know, thought to do because this person doesn't want to do it himself. But he feels that it's it's part of sports uh, tradition and and requirements and lore as a sports fan. You there's gotta be there's gotta be a fatso in in body paint or face paint or what have you. And there usually is, especially at football games. I mean, the Raiders they got the fatsos all over the place with the cool shoulder pads and the silver mohawks and the the guts dripping over their pants. And you you know. The Browns have the dog pound. The foreskins have those those boho pigs that kiss each other. I don't understand why Washington foreskins, their their mascot or whatever their unofficial like fan thing that they put on is is pig masks. I don't get it, but that's probably why they historically haven't been good in over forty years, and they barely even have a name now. What is it? The Commodores, the Condors, the command commanders. That's garbage. They suck. And that's why they have pigs as their mask. Regardless, they got fatsos and face paint, too. And it's a necessary thing to have. Um, and I'm not opposed to it either. It makes sense. It also makes sense that this guy doesn't want to personally do the face paint and body paint himself. Because, I mean, I'm just I'm trying to imagine this fellow right here trying to spray paint his wet, sopping feline fur. Probably not a good idea to do that. It's just drenched. You really got to douse on the spray paint. Uh, it's it's a mess all the time. It's a lot of time and money and effort to do that. Um, you don't look as good. You've seen wet paint dripping and running down. It's not It's not a good look. It doesn't actually take care of what you're trying to do. Uh, you're not supporting your team in any way. Imagine putting a New York Yankees symbol on your wet fur and it's just sliding right off and dripping off. You look like a psychopath. Uh, and then trying to clean that shit. Have you ever tried to clean a cat or a dog uh, after they go outside and it's muddy and dirty and wet out? It's a, it's a nightmare. Randy, the LPDS official dog, well, anytime it's it's wet out, I dread it because even if he just goes out calmly and comes back in, I got to clean each paw. If he goes in, if he drops to take a dump, he got the back of his legs all sopping wet with with water and, and sometimes mud. And you got to clean each one off and they're trying to escape so they can go play and be dogs and do dog and cat things. And you got to clean up after that. Now, imagine now imagine that. But now you're spray painting the damn cat and he's and he's wet. Soaking wet, spray painted. And we all know when you have a wet animal, the first thing they do to try to dry off is they wring themselves out. So you got Yankees blue paint or Giants red paint flying all over the walls, sopping wet drips of of red paint that looks like a blood splatter. 
So I don't blame this guy for not wanting to do it himself. Fiscally, it's irresponsible. It's a waste of time and and time wise and effort to get to get his his cat wife to clean up after him would be an absolute nightmare. So I definitely don't blame him or his or his significant other for not wanting to do it. But I I absolutely understand uh, his desire to have the face painted and the and the body painted fat. So at the game, it really just brings a little bit of like, again, more fun and excitement to the thing. There's never a time when you see a fatso at a sporting event in body paint. And, and it's doom and gloom and sadness all around them, except when we, maybe when the team loses, but that's at the end of the game. But in the beginning and during the tailgate, that fat bastard is having the time of his life and he's spreading that good across everybody else. And, uh, and that's something that, you know, I also condone. I concur with this guy's, you know, sort of mindset on that in that regard as far as the fat so and the body paint. So there you go. All right. What else we got? This girl right here. This lady right here said she had no time for that shit. Um, so she was a, a no vote, no time for that shit. And I don't blame this woman either because she's a mother of a baby. She she works from home, but she's also a mother of a baby. And her husband, I know her husband. He's a good guy. We're brothers in arms in the military together in the same team. And I know this guy. He's not doing shit. To help his his wife out to be a, to be a mother. He's sitting there watching sports, probably crushing beers, eating nachos off his, off his stomach, making fart noises. The kid laughs. Everyone's having a good time and he's doing his thing. And she's probably, you know, doing all the hard work, cleaning up the throw up, cleaning up the nacho crumbs, vacuuming, putting the kid to sleep, feeding the baby, dressing the baby, watching the baby. And I know this bastard sitting there watching golf or something, you know, jacking off the Tiger Woods playing the Masters. So she definitely doesn't have time for that. Just to go to a game as a family with a kid, a baby, or any kid whatsoever is a nightmare. And, I, you know, I'm not mad. My parents didn't take me when I was a kid until I think I was in, like, I don't know, maybe fifth grade. I'm trying to remember exactly when. I remember the first game I went to with my parents was it was really with my father and my grandparents. It was a Mets versus Phillies game. And I was older. I don't remember the year. God damn it. I got to look it up. Maybe it was the mid 90s. I was already older. There was no stroller and stuff. My point being is that as a little kid, it's it's a waste. If it's a waste of the parents time, especially the mother's time to buy the tickets for a game that you got to lug this stroller in. You got to get groped by the stadium TSA people. You got to, you got to spend extra money on food and, and, and drinks and shit like that. And snacks, you got to bring snacks for the kid. You got to bring toys for the kid. You got to bring diapers and baby wipes and, and sunscreen and baby oils and all the other shit you got to bring with a kid for a game. You can watch on TV for free. So it's a pain in the ass to do that. Now try to tack on. You're going to put face paint on to support your team. But you also got to be a mother. She's absolutely right. She has no time for that shit. Her face paint would be a, would would be ghoulish. She would look like a like a Halloween costume because she wouldn't have time to put down the effort needed 
to put a good, you know, Orioles symbol or Nationals or whatever your team is on her face to go watch a ball game. She'd be trying to clean the kid with one hand, put on the makeup with the other, and she, the next thing you know, she looked like DBD crying rotten Ronald McDonald on Halloween. And if you don't remember that story, go back to, I don't remember what episode, 82 or whatever, 81, the Halloween episode. I'll, I'll pop up a link here if I, can, if I can find it for you. But go listen to that story of that psychopath dressed like a clown with the makeup running, crying like a serial killer. She doesn't want to, she doesn't have time for that. This lady has to do, take care of her business as a wife and mother. Uh, and, and an employee of a company or whatever, and just an overall good person that takes care of the shit. And she doesn't have time for that stuff. So I don't blame her one bit whatsoever. This other guy here, he's all about supporting the cause, supporting the team. Now, I don't think he goes to enough sporting events uh, around here to justify himself painting. The teams around here, mind you, we're currently in the D.C. area in 2022 here. The teams are garbage. The Nationals suck. They were only good one year, uh, and and the the bandwagon has has since left the stadium, if you will. Uh, so they suck again. Uh, the Capitals are a decent hockey team, but the people around here are so transient. No one is ever an like most people are not DC local sports fans. Okay, it's not as die hard uh, as. I mean, pick pick any other down. New York sports fans, L.A. sports fans are are probably similar to the D.C. area, but um, there's not a lot of diehards out here. Maybe for the Ravens, I think because they're scared to death, Ray Lewis is going to stab them to death if they don't come out in full force and body and face paint supporting the team. Uh, and then there's a couple of those fat boho pigs that dress up for the Foreskins games. There's a couple of dedicated fans around, but not much around here, so... This guy is all about the support, but he hasn't done it himself yet. I will say this, though. He does dress up for other events. Halloween, he goes all out. Um, WWE events, he goes all out. And this is a guy who likes to crush bones for a living, um, but he still has time to be silly and fun and have, you know, and have some enjoyment in his life. Uh, and that's, you know, and he's all about supporting the team. And if that means body paint or face paint to the game, then maybe he'll do it. And I seen some, I seen him do stuff like that in the past. Uh, and it's, it's more of a, uh, I want to have fun and enjoy the sporting event. And I don't care about a, what other people think. And I don't care about the time or money it costs to, uh, to procure the paint and, and secure the artwork, if you will. So good on it for that. That's a great positive attitude. Uh, we got another guy over here who initially I thought brought up a good point, but you'll see soon that he'll be outed very easily as a fraud. All right, so this guy said that no chance that he'll body paint for a game, for a sporting event, because he's not getting paid to advertise for the team. And initially I thought I was like, yeah, you know, good for you, brother. Good, good way of thinking. Screw them. They're not, you know, they're not trying to get free advertisement on my end. But then I got to thinking. And this is what we do here. This is why we do the things we do here, why we have these exercises. Got to thinking through the whole process. This guy's a sports fan. Okay, it doesn't matter what sport. Okay, it could be hockey. It could be golf. It could be baseball. All right. 
if any, there is no sports fan in the history of fandom who has never either gone to a game or a, or a match to watch their team or player or whatever it is, or has watched them on TV or has never bought merch and hats and shirts and jerseys. No, no sports fan ever. Then you wouldn't be a sports fan. The only people who have not done that are people who are not fans of sports. And the very nature of doing that, especially purchasing jerseys and merchandise and gear that that shows a support for a team or a golfer or a player in particular, that the very nature of that is advertising. Not only that, you're paying to advertise on behalf of that team. Okay? So the idea, the reason of for not face and body painting because you're not adver- you're not getting paid to advertise for the team is absolute malarkey. Okay? You might not be doing the face paint, but you got the merch on. Maybe you have the Yankees jersey or the hat or a Boston hat or a Tiger Woods uh, sponsored golf shirt, polo, or whatever it might be, you're essentially just a phony. This guy is a, an absolute phony. He clearly he clearly does not think through his, his opinions before he gives them. Um, but, you know, I wish him the best of luck in all his endeavors, and I hope he understands that he's already paid to advertise for this team on their behalf. So not only is he not getting paid to do it, he's giving them money to do it. Um, So I hope he understands the uh, hypocrisy behind his reason. Um, And I, I, so I don't know really why jerseys are good, but face paint and body paint isn't. That's the, the, the reason he gave is not valid, fraudulent guys, a phony. He probably doesn't even, you know, take care of his duties as a husband or a father. If I were to venture a guess, uh, no disrespect to this guy. I'm sure he's a beautiful man. Anyway, um, all right, this guy right here, tragic story, tragic here. All right, so this fella in high school decided this is a, a, a Again, a tragic story because I know this person, okay, and I know how they are now, and I can't even imagine them being in this sort of mindset back in the day. But in high school, this fella thought it would be a good idea, and he wanted what he wanted to do was support the football team, the high school football team, so he was going to paint his body, all right? Now, the high school he went to, the initials for the team, the logo was WP. So Weenie Peepy. He was going to put WP on his chest. Okay. So this guy, ugh, heartbreaking, heartbreaking. He, as this is a high schooler, so you put more, at, you're, you're more into this shit. All right. You're more into the supporting the team and going out Friday night lights or whatever, whenever you play football in in your high school in your state or whatever, that's all you like. That was your life. The most important thing was for a, for a high school boy, a teenager going through puberty. It was 
trying to get chicks. Okay. And how do you do that? You got to stand out. All right. How do you stand out? Maybe some body paint at the football game. Everybody was going to the football games. Okay. Chicks loved the jocks of the football teams. So they were going to go. And then you have to go and you have to stand out more so than the football players themselves if you didn't play football. So you had to figure that piece out. And there guys got creative with it. There was the thespians, you know, in the theater world that did their thing and wore tight pants and slicked their hair back and, you know, put on makeup for a, for a theater show. That's how they got chicks. Uh, some were the geeks and the smart guys so they can outsmart everybody else on how to get chicks. Uh, and then there was the guys who played other sports. So in their, in their off season, they went out and supported the other teams, but they had to do so in a way that was gonna, they, were, they could peacock around. I don't necessarily believe that this individual guy's intent was to pick up chicks. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I can't speak for him in that regard, but I do know that he decided to, to take the step to do that. What I'm getting at with all this rambling and, and, and yapping is that when you're in high school, when you think of an idea like this, you want to, you try to go all out. You put more effort into it. There's more passion behind it. There's more emotion behind it. There's more effort at the end of the day. Uh, if we're talking about cliche sayings that everybody hates that we always use. So you, you're, he's going to spend, he spent the time to get the correct color paint scheme to, to write the, the whiskey pee-pee on his chest appropriately to match the logo design to get the little outline of the border correct. So you have like whatever color letter, red or blue, and then the white border on the outside or black border, whatever it is, like he went, you, you know, you're going all out. Okay, 100%, your whole ass in this thing. All right. Then he goes out to the game thinking, I'm really going to stand out here. All right. The chicks are going to dig me. Somebody's going to dig me. They're going to see me and I'm going to be this all eyes on. And that's what you, that's a big thing that people want in high school. I remember even as a loser in high school and I kept saying, like, I don't care about that. You want all eyes on you, especially if there's going to be chicks around and, uh, and you're into chicks. That's what you want. Um, so he goes out there, poor bastard. He goes out there and all eyes are certainly on him. Okay. He's getting weird looks. People are pointing at his direction, talking. He's probably loving it. If I were to, you know, if I were to make an assessment on his initial feelings towards it, I'm saying he was probably loving the attention initially or seeing that all eyes were on him. Um, however, comma, uh, People were looking perturbed, looking a little different. They didn't give him the the positive attention he was craving or that he was expecting, as I guess, I guess you could say. I don't know if he was craving. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt here. Um, I don't want to. I don't want him to sound like this egomaniac that was just trying to troll for puss out there in high school. Uh, I think he just you know wanted to support the team and get some attention and uh, have a good time doing it. But he wasn't getting what he was looking for. Come to find out all the hard work, all the effort put into this. He forgot that when you're looking in a mirror to do art on your body, 
the letters on shit are flipped. Okay. They're backwards, flipped, inverted, whatever, whatever word you want to use that may or may not be correct in this environment. When you're looking in the mirror at the reflection, things are flipped. Okay. Not necessarily for the W in Wiener, but the P and PP now looks like a Niner. Okay. Now you're thinking, and I'm thinking, everyone's probably thinking, really not a big deal. Okay. It's a simple mistake. You get over it. When you're in high school, okay, as a, as a sort of an introverted kind of fella, keeps to himself. He was not a, he's not a party animal. He's not a rager. He's not out there grinding on broads all the time like an animal from New Jersey. He was just trying to come out a little bit of his shell for, for one time in his life. In the most important time of his life at the time, because there's nothing more important than than getting good, positive attention in high school and being a cool person. That's your existence in high school. And he goes out there the one time he tries to peacock around and give it a shot, come out of the shell. And he makes this error. This body paint error where he flips the the P to a nine. And it just this is the guy walking around with the W nine, like he's a future accountant or something. And that's what he cares about so much that he's going to put it on his body. And knowing this fella, I know that traumatized him that that traumatized me hearing the story and, and reading it when he sent it to me, I know that crushed him and it crushed me too. Because you put all this effort in. It's, it takes a lot of effort. It's not just about painting your body and then walking around when you're sort of an introverted, keep to yourself kind of person. You're not the extrovert uh, party animal type of person. It takes a lot of mental, emotional effort to do something like that. And then for it to backfire for that simple error in mirror inversion is a devastating blow to you, a devastating blow. That's the origin. That is the origin of, of, a, of an evil villain. That's their origin story. Who knows what kind of hazing and harassment he, he got or could have got or that went on behind his back that drove him to where he is today. He's a serial killer. He's out there. He's got a dungeon. Everybody in the, in the, in the group that knows him, he knows he has a dungeon. The guy eats apples or onions like they're apples. He's greased up with this sheen on him like he just came from a, a swamp. He's a he's a that's this is what happened to him. He, this, he became a villain because of this, because of one minor body painting error to support a team. And now he's a pariah in society. God knows what he's got in the dungeon. I've never been myself. I've only heard the stories. But this poor bastard had to suffer for that the, the, with that the rest of his life. One mistake in body paint. And I can only imagine the Vietnam type of flashbacks he got when I asked this question, how do you feel about face and body paint for a sporting event? This son of a bitch probably crushed 16 onions turned a kid into a lampshade 
and sat and rocked around in the fetal position in the corner of his dungeon for a good day or two before he finally had the courage to answer it. And I, I, and I feel for him. And I know why now he hates the, the body paint and face paint for a sporting event. And he's the, totally against it. He is the only one that is against it. The only one full on with an actual non-fraudulent, non-bullshit, stupid, hypocritical reason like that other phony before. The only one. And I don't blame him. Do I agree with him? Maybe, maybe not. But the reasons he's got for being so against it are more than valid. And I feel for him. I wish him the best. I hope I hope he turns the tables into, um, you know, just try to get better. Okay? Try to get better. Maybe don't eat the onions like they're apples. Maybe don't make human skin lampshades. But I get it. I understand. That's just, Again, this is a villain origin story we're talking here. They all have one. There's all a reason why good people become villains. All right. My thoughts on all this. Like I said, I don't remember ever body painting myself in the past. Um, I, I Initially, I thought it was like, that's stupid. It's a waste of time. Now, if we're talking fiscally, and uh and time wise so the money it cost for paint the the proper paint and then the time it it takes to put it on appropriately uh and then wash it off appropriately and then also to clean your clothes because you're not you're not walking around topless from your house all the way to the stadium where you're going to watch the game you're wearing a shirt or a jacket or something before you unleash the unleash the Kraken at the game. Okay. If you're walking around a random city topless with body paint on, you should probably be arrested. You're probably some sort of weird sex criminal or pedo. And uh, I wouldn't trust you. I'd probably, I'd probably call the authorities on you. Um, so that is also a factor into the whole thing. Um, so for those reasons, why, you know, Picking clothes to wear that you you can get paint on, risking the 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 signage and the stuff coming off on the shirt, so now it looks stupid on your body. Uh, the time it takes to go buy the shit painted on there, get over there, and hope that you get the positive energy you you know you and the attention you wanted from the whole ordeal. That's why I wouldn't personally do it anymore. Uh, maybe I did it in the past. I don't remember. Um, but the idea behind it of being a dedicated fan and trying to have a good time. I'm all about um, what would I never do it now. Nah, you never say never with stuff like this. This is pretty, you know, this is pretty light lift. Uh, it's not like I have to go, you know, do anything serious for this or or. That's it. Anything serious. That's all I can think of. Um, so, yeah, if, if in the right setting, I probably, you know, maybe think about doing it. Like I said, I dress up for WrestleMania like a goddamn idiot. So I'm not opposed to, to looking like a jabroni uh, for the purposes of having a good time and enjoying myself. So I may do it. I'm, I don't plan on it anytime soon, but I don't know. I may. But I do like the idea of, of making sure that there is that fatso out there uh, painting his body with a whole can of paint to look like whatever, to look like the entire stadium, the globe, whatever they're, whatever they're painting themselves as. 
uh, because it's fun to watch and be a part of. And also, too, it's just like it's just like the idea. Easy, Randy. He's getting all excited about the body paint. It's just like the idea of of owning a boat. You never want to own a boat yourself because it's a financial liability and it's a time suck to clean it and maintain it yourself and all that bullshit. But what you want to do is you want to have the friend with the boat because you can share the good times. You can buy food for you. You can help them with the gas and cleaning every once in a while. But you get to go home to your nice boatless house and they have to sit there and maintain the boat and pay for the docking fees and the maintenance and figure out all that shit. And then they lose money on the back end when they sell it. Um that's what this is. That's what the body paint kind of thing is, is you want to have a fat so friend that is all about the body paint. Maybe they're uh, um, maybe they're super hairy, too. So it looks really fun to have the fur and the paint all, all over the place. And then you get to go home after a good, fun time at a sporting event. And then they have to go you know, clean their clothes, clean themselves, get the paint off and all that good stuff. And everybody has a good time. Everybody wins because they want to do it and you want to see it. Um, so I'm all about that. The numbers seem to, uh, be skewed because again, because there's wasn't a lot of explanations behind people's decisions. Um, the numbers seem a little skewed. 80% said no chance. And I'll pop the results up up here if I remember, but 80% said they would not no chance in hell. They'll do the body paint themselves. Uh, and, and then only 2% said, uh, they got to support the team, David Putty style. 20%. That's pretty low numbers. That's one of the bigger blowouts of our of our questions. This wasn't really a poll, but it kind of was an LPDS poll unofficially. Uh, but that was a pretty much a blowout there. Um, but again, I think after going through the, you know, the critical analysis, I don't think there'll be many people that uh, would disagree with the idea of uh, if there is somebody there with the body paint and the face paint having a good time, you're okay with that. You're there for that because you in turn get to feed off of that positive energy, you know, in support of your team and support of the sport. Um, and then you also don't have to do it yourself. I think that's a pretty reasonable sort of middle ground behind it all. It's not like a hard no, a hard yes. Uh, how you doing? Maybe some people are still going to be hard no's. Maybe the guy who thinks he's getting, you know, not getting paid to advertise, maybe that phony is still a hard no. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, that's all we got today. So that's the junction. Uh, before we go, though, obviously, we always like that for you noobs out there. We always like to hit this before we leave to remind everybody weekly uh, the importance of this. But it's the big three. OK, um, it's the three tenants, the three pillars of the LPDS that allow us to stay strong and be better, happier, more positive people in the world to spread that that happiness and goodness uh, to the rest of the people in our lives. So number one, exercise every day. So simple. It's as simple as going for a walk. That's it. You'll feel better about yourself, I promise. Okay. And we won't get into it today, but you can go back to previous episodes and I get into the dirty details of why exercising every day is so important for you physically, mentally, emotionally. All right. Number two, the toughest one to do. Don't be a shitty person. Think of others as what they are, human beings, uh, just like you. Hey, Randy. Um, and and understand that when somebody is shitty to you, those feelings you get of sadness and anger and, and negative, neg negativity, how you doing? They're going to feel it too. 
Um, so it's not just a Twitter handle you're, you're shit posting on or an Instagram profile. It's a human being. It's a person. Okay. So try not to be a shitty person. Take the step back and think about that shit before you fire off that, that, uh, shitty post, that shit talk. How you doing? That text message, tough guy. In. Uh, and the number three, the most important one, in my opinion, to bring it all home is to be genuinely thankful and grateful for all the good you have in your lives, as opposed to honing in all the shit you don't have and the shit you want and why it's bullshit that you don't have the shit you don't have, but that you want. Instead, think about the shit you do have and how great it is that you do have it compared to others who maybe don't have it. Okay. Be thankful and grateful for that. And couple that with number two and number one, and you'll be a happier, better, less stressful person. And you can spread the goodness. Goodness is just as contagious as negativity, but we see negative in, in the social media circles and the media and the TV and the politicians world. And that's why we think it's easier to spread the bad just because there's more of it out there lately. Uh, but the good is just as effective to spread and it's just as contagious. So follow the big three, spread the good. That's all I got. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget, again, like, subscribe. Give me the feedback. Let me know how we're doing. Spread the good word. Um, that's all. I, that's what I live for is your feedback so I can get better for you guys. So I can make this uh, more entertaining and more fun for you. So I uh, hope you guys had a good week. Uh, I love you all. Stay strong.